Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. testify about myself, my testimony is not true. But there is another who testifies in my favor, and I know that his testimony about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. Not that I accept human testimony, but I mention it that you may be saved. John was a lamp that burned and gave light, and you chose for a time to enjoy his light. I have testimony weightier than that of John, for the works that the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I am doing, testify that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. You have never heard his voice, nor seen his form, nor does his word dwell in you, for you do not believe in the one he sent. You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. John chapter 5 verses 31 through 40. Nobody likes a bragger. If you've ever been stuck in a conversation with someone going on and on about how great they are, you know that that can feel like an eternity. You find yourself thinking, I don't know if I believe half of what you're saying to me, but wow, you sure seem confident in who you are. One of the reasons it's hard to handle a bragger is because we don't always see ourselves in the most accurate way. When someone's going on and on about how great they are, they often don't have it quite right. It's just tough for us to really see ourselves, and so we all actually need help from other people to see ourselves as we truly are. Jesus actually acknowledges this problem when it comes to him talking about himself. He says, I can't really testify about myself. Uh, Anyone can make up anything about themselves, so there's no reason on its own to trust what Jesus says about himself. Except, he also notes that John the Baptist, an outside source, has been giving the exact same testimony, which makes Jesus' testimony more valid. But what is much more important, the Father in Heaven is testifying about Jesus. How is he doing that? Well, by the power, by the miracles, by the works that Jesus is performing. Jesus is doing incredible things that no one has ever seen before. And that is God the Father's stamp of approval. This is the Father weighing in that Jesus is who he says he is. And with that, Jesus warns his critics, and also us today, about putting so much emphasis on God's word that we miss out on the real Jesus. Now, this is a very tricky tightrope for us to walk. We believe that God's word is perfect and is crucial in teaching us about Jesus, but God's word is not Jesus. The Bible is not Jesus. And some of us revere God's word to the point where we treat it as if it were God. Jesus holds an incredibly high view of Scripture, but he makes the point here that Scripture is not an end in itself. The point is not to master Scripture. Scripture is there to lead us to the person of Jesus. We can't do that without Scripture, of course, but the text, even the living text of God's Word, is there to lead us to a person and to a personal relationship with Him. Jesus' enemies often came from the most devout Bible-believing readers that existed at the time, but they were so committed to the text that they often missed the heart of God behind that text. And this can easily be our mistake too, if we're not careful. 
God's Word is indispensable for the life of a Christian. We can't know or follow God without learning from His inspired revelation. The Bible is our sacred and holy book, but God does not call us into a relationship with a book. The book is there to lead us into a relationship with the living and interactive Savior in Jesus Christ. We read His Word, we study His Word, we take in His Word, we digest His Word, we learn from His Word, we feed on His Word, we honor His Word, but we we follow Jesus. For us to meditate on today, let's consider how the Bible fits into our relationship with Jesus. Does it enrich our relationship with him? Does it replace a relationship with him? Is it left out of our relationship with him entirely? What does it look like to have the Bible as part of our walk with Jesus? And what might it look like as we consider Jesus' words to us today?